800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis and these are the stories we're following this hour. The Coast Guard and other agencies responded to an overturned boat near Chickagoff Island on Tuesday evening. Plus, the Juno School District is facing a deficit of over $9.5 million this year. And the United States Youth Senate Program is having two students from Alaska, one from Juno and one from Sitka, participate this year. But first, the Coast Guard and partner agencies responded to an overturned vessel near Chickagoff Island on Tuesday evening. An MH-60 Jayhawk helicopter air crew from Air Station Sitka launched to respond. Three survivors were recovered Tuesday night, and two deceased individuals were located inside the cabin late Wednesday morning. Sitka Fire Department arrived on scene with Alaska Wildlife Troopers early Wednesday afternoon and deployed an unmanned underwater drone to find the two deceased individuals in the cabin of the vessel. Coast Guard watchstanders at the Sector Southeast Alaska Command Center received the initial notification of the overturned vessel from the Sitka Police Department at approximately 4.48 p.m. on Tuesday. As of Thursday morning, recovery operations of the two deceased were still on hold due to on-scene conditions. Initial weather on-scene was reported as 8 to 10 knot winds, 9-foot seas, water temperature at 44 degrees, and air temperature at 31 degrees. The three people recovered from the water were taken to awaiting EMS at the Sitka Airport. The Juno School District is facing a deficit of more than $9.5 million this year, according to a review of the district's finances published on Friday the 5th. The district's budget for the current year is about $95 million. Chair of the Finance Committee of the Juno School Board, Will Muldoon, says this is an entirely unprecedented and the deficit must be addressed by July 1st of this year. Muldoon describes the size of the crisis they are in right now. We've never seen deficits of this size, nor have we had such little time to deal with them. You know, we're looking at just the deficits, not including unbalance of $9.5 million, and then just for discussion's sake, uh, to kind of help people understand what the, how big that is in, in a community our size, we spend a total of $11.2 million on all elementary teachers, and we spend a total of $12.8 million on all middle and high school teachers. Numerous reasons for the deficit are recognized, including lower-than-projected enrollment, higher-than-expected staff costs, and an end to some COVID-related and other one-time funding. He goes more in-depth on how declining enrollment has impacted the budget. We calculate the number of students in October of every year, but we have to have our budget to the borough assembly no later than April 5th. It's always based on a projection. Our projections were off by 83 students, so that caused a decrement of roughly $870,000 from state funding just due to enrollment. Muldoon anticipates that adequate and stable funding for education will continue to be advocated for this legislative session. He says while nothing is set in stone, he imagines the impacts from the deficit to be large. I think at this size, we have to imagine that uh, everything is on the table, including reductions in force, layoffs, and uh, ultimately school closures. You know, those are really the only levers that the board has to work with on, on decreasing deficits because uh, we are unable to increase revenue and we are already funded to the maximum allowed limit by state law. The school board held a meeting on Tuesday. They have another meeting scheduled for January 16th, which is open to the public. The public can always contact the school board by contacting the central office or emailing schoolboard at junoschools.org. 
And the United States Senate Youth Program announced on Tuesday that high school students of Juneau and of Sitka will join U.S. Senators Lisa Murkowski and Dan Sullivan in representing Alaska during the 62nd annual USSYP Washington Week in March of this year. Principal of Sitka High School Sandra Lundvik reacts to Sitka student Felix Del Myers being chosen. So we were excited for Felix to apply as the for the USSYP. It's a great program. It's perfect for Felix because he is going to pursue um, a degree in political science, and he's interested in um, running for office one day. And so he already serves as the student representative on our school board. Um, he helps run our student council. He is a huge part of OSAG and the state process of student voice, and he is just a great representative for students across the state of Alaska. She says the opportunity will provide Myers another chance to demonstrate his leadership and to expand his state-level involvement to a national level. Lundvik adds that she thinks Myers was the right choice for the program and that he consistently set examples for other students. If you've ever heard Felix speak, Felix is... He's very well-spoken, he's very well-read, he stays up-to-date on all of the policies and um, the things at hand. Felix is a state champion debater, and it's obvious. Um, He's also uh, a big part of our mock trial team that's a state championship program. Um, Felix is just one of those student leaders that has great voice and does just an excellent job of speaking for all students across the state of Alaska. Myers will bring back his experience to the student council and speak with Sitka's high school staff as well. He has already been accepted into Yale University and plans to study pre-law. Thunder Mountain High School has been reached out to for comment to discuss the Juno student selection. Coming up, Executive Director of the Juno Dance Theater, Bridget Luan, joined Capital Chat. That story when News of the North continues with Jazz Garrett. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jazz Garrett. Executive Director of Juno Dance Theater, Bridget Lujan, joined Capital Chat to talk about their second main stage production of the season, their Winter Showcase, which features their fusion dance team. The showcase premieres this weekend at Juno Douglas Yaraatkale High School. Saturday's performance is at 6 p.m. and Sunday's is at 4 p.m. We give them an opportunity to perform in the Winter Showcase. They've been working hard. A lot of the students have choreographed their own dances with coach, you know, coach assistance and coach input. And then uh, some other pieces. We've got a a piece choreographed by Victor Bell. He's done a lot of work for us. He also dances with us when he's available. And our faculty, Janice Hurley, Alicia Falberg, we've got some tap in there and some of our uh, recreational classes that we offer at JDT. So again, a little shift from the classical ballet. She adds that they have just started their spring semester this week and the dancers learn a variety of genres. JDT is taking new students of all ages. They are also accepting donations for a new floor. We have two spaces. So we're in our airport boulevard location in the AK Litho building. And then in 2021, coming right out of the pandemic, we uh, acquired a second space at, at a Lemon Creek converted warehouse. And uh, the floor is, is uh, not... Not appropriate, not ideal for dance. Uh, so there's some some safety issues. Some you know it's real hard to clean. It's hard to maintain. It's it's hard. It's it's laminate over concrete. So uh, we have a, a grant from the Rasmussen Foundation, uh, which gets us a good chunk of the way there, but not all the way. 
Go to junodance.org for more information on how to donate and how to get tickets for the Winter Showcase. Capital City Fire Rescue Fire Chief Rich Etheridge joined Action Line yesterday. CCFR responded to a fire on one of their own trucks Tuesday afternoon. Driving out towards the valley, we heard on the radio that uh, one of our airport firefighters called on the radio about a, a brake fire on uh, their fire engine. Uh, so apparently while we were out uh, driving and doing some training, uh, some water inside the brake system froze and it engaged the brakes and it overheated and uh, actually caught the brake on fire. So uh, because the operator was really quick on his feet, he got the fire out before it caused much damage. Uh, and then the airport maintenance staff was able to, you know, check it out, make sure everything was dried out and cleaned out, and the, the truck was back in service within just a couple hours. He also shares a year look back. One of our busiest years ever. I think we did about 5,100 calls for service this year. 80% of those are medical. Man, it's just, it's always something new out there in the community. Um, we go to about a dozen actual structure fires a year that are beyond just like a trash can or a car fire or something like that. But, uh, Some of the most common causes are discarded uh, smoldering items, whether it's a cigarette or uh, ashes from a barbecue or a fireplace. Um, People want to set those outside and they tend to put them in five gallon plastic buckets and they stick that plastic bucket on their front wooden porch right next to their wood or plastic siding. And uh, it goes up usually several hours after they put it there. So Chief Etheridge adds these tips to stay safe in the cold weather. First thing, pay attention to your electrical. Uh, Overloaded circuits, uh, people using space heaters with extension cords is a a huge cause of fires uh, and like uh, heat tape right now. You know, making sure that the the cable on that is in good shape because uh, heat tape failures is another big cause or people trying to thaw pipes out from, you know, failed heat tape. Hospitalizations tied to the flu are up across the country following the holidays. ABC's Anne Flaherty has more from Washington. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says 38 states plus New York City are now experiencing high or very high levels of respiratory illness activity. That means seven more states since just last week have hit that benchmark. Hospitalizations from the flu are also up 35 percent in the past week. Health experts say the trend is a common one following the holidays after family gatherings. Now you're up to date with News of the North. I'm Jazz Garrett. For continuous updates, visit our website, kinyradio.com.